Welcome to the Pretty and Purpose Podcast, where we remind you that your pretty is beyond what the eyes can see, and your purpose is your ultimate destiny. We must fix each other's crowns because sometimes, girl, they be raggedy. (laughs) This is Celeste, Maya, and this is Jess. Welcome back. Hey, y'all. Posse. Uh Uh-uh. No. Did somebody break up? Yeah, you broke up a little bit, Jess. All right. Oh, okay. Let me welcome back, Posse. Uh what's the guy who internet was messing up on um Teddy Riley? You're just Teddy Riley internet. Oh Teddy Riley me. Yes. It's a verb now. Okay. But hey y'all. Yeah. See, this is what you get when you try to record during COVID nineteen. Yo, what in the world even happened? What, what I don't like nothing about last? We what haven't been on here since like February. Oh, was it February? No. I think so, because I started working from home in March. So I think that's when the coat when it really hit. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been a minute. But we and now we learning how to redo life again. Right. Via Zoom. The new normal. I don't like nothing about it, but you know, we gotta adjust. So so okay. Girl. All right, so we gotta remember what we even did. We just wanna tell y'all about life. Uh, we we're sorry that it took so long, but we were adjusting ourselves, like as the world adjusts, we adjust it's it's been a lot. It's been a lot. That is that is absolutely true. And I was going to talk about that during my section, but <laughs> I don't feel like I really adjusted to life for three months. It took like, a long time. Just now, I'm like, like okay, flow. Like, breathe. okay, this is what my <laughs> daily activities look like. Right. And it's like for me, it's been like thinking that it, we might go back to back to normal exactly but there okay. is no going back but also it's still like okay but i'm still home okay so i need to figure out my new my new normal and right. yeah. because i haven't gone back yet so and i, I feel like a lot of people have just been holding their breath like oh, okay well i'm just gonna that's what i'm saying it's temporarily yeah. and then when everything okay. opens back up it's going to be different no like they're opening stuff up right now but it's not different like you have to adjust Life as we know it has changed. And we don't even know what the future holds because some cities are closing right on back down because right of the Miami. Miami. Right yep. Atlanta, like, yeah. Yeah. So, who child. So but I know that. Do we have any royal moments or cis sex or we just want to do a quick up, catch up? I mean, I have a royal moment. All right, yeah. All right, so let's start off like we start off every podcast with our royal moment. And the royal moment is a time where we salute and shout out some amazing queens who are doing some great things. So, Jess, what do you have for our royal moment, our COVID royal moment? (laughs) Well, this week's royal moment is not necessarily to assist, but to all the companies, my company included, who acknowledged Juneteenth this year and who will acknowledge Juneteenth in the future and gave us a paid holiday. Yes. And educated the people in the process. So kudos to all of you companies who acknowledge. I mean, I hate that it took 
all these years to finally acknowledge it, but a couple hundred, but okay. Well, no, yeah. it's been a couple hundred since Juneteenth was established. Actually, I'm I'm wrong. Right, but you know, um, but still, thank yeah. you. It's been several decades. The company that I work for, we we got a holiday with it as well. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, y'all know where I work, so I don't know. <laughs> Maybe in another. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I won't go there. But yeah, I think that was really interesting. You know, I think that the time is an interesting time to be alive, you know, yes. interesting things going on. And I feel like, and I don't, we don't have to get too deep in it, but I do feel like there's a renewed sense of hope. And I think that acknowledging something like Juneteenth is definitely a step in the right direction. It is part of the movement to the future and definitely excited to excited to see what comes at you know what what our future holds um like that that's a good point because i was just thinking like when we watch old like movies and stuff about black history i often think like mm, how would i be during that time or we think like oh that could never happen now and it's like no like you things are happening happen. now you know and just just the protests and all of that is like wow like this is history repeating itself and it's just like mm-hmm. we are currently making history it's it's surreal like everything in many different in 2020 ways is surreal yeah definitely the whole 2020 like exactly. <laughs> it's crazy yeah so that was a good one jess that was a good royal moment yeah so kudos to all the companies i to be honest on juneteenth i was so proud to be a black woman like I'm proud of the progress that we have made. I mean, we have long ways to go. For sure. But I'm proud of the steps that are being taken right now. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. All right. I, All right. Probably so many cis seconds. I don't even Bruh. know. <laughs> the cis seconds, I'm sure. But the that I have been witnessing, like, okay. Mm-hmm. I don't even, it's not a cis second. It's just a second. Okay. <laughs> I have one. I can come up. I'll I'll do it on the fly. Okay. On, so oh wait, second. let's tell the people. She gotta introduce it though. Oh, no, go ahead. <laughs> so our sixth second is the time where we pick those raggedy crowns raggedy. that we've seen around the town and on social media and all that. All that. All that. <laughs> so the second goes out to all the folk who continue to protest at Vince's Crab House. Hey yo. <laughs> Here in Baltimore. So a little quick background, and I say this, I have a reason for why I'm bringing this up. So (laughs) quick background. So Vince's Crab House is a um, a white-owned crab house here in Baltimore area, Middle River, whatever. They have multiple locations. And um, the owner has said several racist things over, it looks like the past decade um, on social media. And, um, you know, given the recent events and so on and so forth, um, he made some recent comments on social media and and he know majority of his clientele are african-americans so obviously the people started to protest and you know try to shut him down etc so i said i bring that up because my mom is actually um she works for the health department and she actually was out in the middle of the protest on Saturday, yeah. on the live on Facebook. No, she was not. No, she wasn't. It's serious. Because they were giving out, there was a protest for um, like giving out free crabs out front the crab house so that people could not patron his business. 
Mm. And um, so my mom and I, went, she was telling me about the craziness that was going on. And it's been crazy for weeks now. Like, this has been going on for weeks. It has been. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the second goes out to those folks because, you know, people don't understand how powerful our dollar is. Yeah. And our dollar speaks so much louder than, um, you know, than protesting. Words, even, voice. Even, mm-hmm. even than protesting. I, I'm, not, I'm not saying that I don't support the protests and whatever, but for this particular business, I feel like, in my opinion, it, we just need to not patron his business. You know, just don't, just don't go there. Don't spend your dollars there. You can spend your dollars in elsewhere, which I've also noticed on Facebook, you know, there's a movement to support Black-owned businesses and so on mm-hmm. and so forth. So the second goes to all y'all that just continue to harass these people. Does like, I understand what he's all of the yeah what i said what he's done and he what he said and continues to say is is wrong and i don't stand for i don't support it neither but y'all like why are we still doing this weeks later like leave that man alone let him run his business until he can't run it anymore because our dollars should not clearly he's been affected by it because nobody's patronizing the business they've been blocking the doors to keep people from going in it like and it so it's only a matter of time Yeah. yeah But definitely. And then the thing is, when y'all are protesting, everybody's on a different page. So some people want an apology. Some people say, no, let's just leave and don't get anything from here. That's right? Like, so it's like, let, let's talk about the outcome that we want first before we go up here. And, and, and that's create. the thing. The outcome is if you don't want him in business, okay, cool. But this isn't how you shut him down. You shut him down with your dollar. Mm-hmm. Stop patroning his business and move, yep. move on. It's not Agreed. nothing you can do. So... They get the whole second. <laughs> <laughs> the whole second. Well, Jess, um, since we just going right into COVID, what the heck, what we doing, how it affected our lives, like, where have you been? Where is Jess P? Where is Jess P? In this COVID-19? Because we ain't P. seen you. Girl. So I don't even know where to begin, but Jess P is temporarily located in Baltimore. Okay. So Jess P came home. <laughs> right. Jess P is home. <laughs> With that, all the fireworks. Wait a minute. With the fireworks. That, that, the fireworks. That's a second right there. That is a second. Yo, <laughs> I'm so sick of said. these fireworks. <laughs> so y'all know that it's it's actually going on across the country. It so is. My grandmother think it's some type of signal, like the Underground Railroad type signal. Oh, she sad. think it's something. But we just don't know the message yet, but there's a message. I don't, I don't so. know. I don't think so. Well, somebody said it was like law enforcement setting off the fireworks as a protest to the people who are against. And that, no, I don't get not, it. Not, not, the, not it. the people I seen. They not. They wasn't law enforcement. It's Listen, Fourth of July got canceled because of the virus. African Americans have canceled Fourth of July because we celebrated Fourth for June Fifteenth. <laughs> and Walmart put all of them fireworks on sale. it's a stand in shoppers by the registers of fireworks it's uh independent stands up and down the road like i'm so sick of these fireworks every night every every afternoon it sounded like they were in my backyard girl and it's one thing if you can see them i can't see nothing all i hear is fireworks i haven't seen seen them i haven't seen them at least give me a show if you're gonna light them right 
yesterday somebody was giving like a real show like it was a whole bunch of people outside no mask no type of social distancing and they were just letting them off in the yard i was like goodness that's that's another second all the people who don't have a mask but oh lord (laughs) well we we gonna save them seconds for a couple for another week so Jess P is back in Baltimore. Okay, so Jess P is back in Baltimore. Uh, the reason why I will not disclose on a uh, recording, but once we are done, I will tell you ladies what had happened. Uh-oh. <laughs> but um, I'm back in Baltimore, and it's just so crazy to me because I remember, I think I went to Florida, and as soon as I came back, I went to brunch with my friend Anna, and she was like, I'm not traveling. I don't want to be around anybody who's traveled. And I'm like, girls just got off the plane. Everything is good. I don't have it. What do you mean? Literally two weeks later, not even two weeks, a week later, we were quarantined and I had to stay home. Mm. I never would have thought that we would be here at home for, what is it, three, four, four months? Four on four months yeah. now? Yeah. It's so crazy to me how everything just happened and it happened so fast. Yeah. And... I went to a work conference in February. Little did I know, a bunch of people left that conference and went straight to the hospital because they could not breathe. Wow. Yeah. I had no idea. Uh, Another thing about this whole COVID thing, I hate suiting up for the grocery store. Like, (laughs) yeah, that's that's definitely. You know, it's funny because I told myself I ain't buying no masks. Like, I'm gonna just keep rocking these surgical ones that. Girl. I, I won't say where I get them from. But <laughs> I'm gonna keep rocking these surgical masks and it's gonna be over with. Like I'm not spending no money on no mask or whatever. Girl. I'm like, okay. Celeste I ain't believe in it at first because I was like, Celeste, like, what type of she was like, yeah. Did you get H1N1? Did you get this? Did you get that girl? You will be fine. Go on. Oh, girl. I know what happened because somebody that I knew was in a hospital and I was debating on whether or not I should visit her. That's and I'm what like, happened to me too. And so she was like, girl, you're gonna be fine. I ended up not visiting them. But Same here. <laughs> like crazy. Yeah, so I ended up um, purchasing a a mask or two because I was like, all right, like, it seemed like it's here for a while, so I guess I have to actually buy one. Yeah. (laughs) It's so crazy that she should mention that because I actually had a friend who was in the hospital, like, the beginning of March, and I was literally on my way to see her, and somebody was like, why are you going to the hospital? Like, they can't have visitors. What do you mean? Like, it's a pandemic outside. And I'm like, oh, it's going to be fine. It's like the food. You know, if you get it, you're all right. I, I didn't know that it was as severe as it right. was. My dad called me like, hey, do you have a mask? Do you have gloves? Do you have wipes? And I'm like, oh, no, dad, I'll get it later. And then my friends all like, going. They were all gone. It, it was gone. sold out at the grocery store. And so he ended up making like a Corona kit for me. It had a box of gloves. He did? Yes, my dad made oh, it for me. Shout out to Dave. <laughs> yes, shout out to my dad because he was so serious. Like, no, you need to be prepared. He got me wipes. He got me Lysol, hand sanitizer, alcohol, gloves, a mask. And a hazmat suit, just in case. He was what? like, you need all of this. A hazmat suit. it down to me, girl. A hazmat suit. <laughs> a hazmat suit. He right, drove yeah. it down from uh, Port Deposit all the way to Upper Marlboro. was like, here you go. You need to be protected. Little did I know that I would need it. Right. I haven't worn the hazmat suit. 
Thank you. <laughs> but going the to the grocery ends. store, huh? I said just in case the world ends, you got a hazmat suit. Girl. <laughs> Yeah. But going to the grocery store is a whole production. I gotta suit up with the gloves, put the mask on. Gotta remember to put the daggone mask on. I I ran ran out the house. Well, yeah, I ran out the house without my mask one day and I was walking because I was going on my walk for the day. And I was like, all right, well, I'm gonna just walk to the grocery store because it's not that far. I got halfway there. I said, I don't have this daggone mask. This is if you had a um a paper bag somewhere, honey, I was in the store. This man had a paper a bag. Paper with- bag. I was cut out. No. <laughs> I was <laughs> done, <laughs> y'all. I was done. Because that'll protect you from COVID, everyone. Right. And I see everyone, that stuff everyone. on the internet, but to see it in person, like this man literally has on a paper bag with the eyes cut out. <laughs> I I'm so over people in the stores. But they're probably over me too, because once I get there, like I get the white, wipe down the cart. And then push the cart in, throw it away, change my gloves, sanitize, and then get my food, get to the register, take one glove off, put my card in so that I, you know, I got to dig in my purse. Because, you know, it was a big thing about people with the gloves. It was like, what, it makes no sense if you don't do it the right way. Exactly. And I do it the right way. I take that one glove off, go in my purse. <laughs> Yeah, but Jess, you touch all your stuff with that glove. And then when you get in the house, are you still gloved up? No, see, see, the gloves come off once I get outside of the store and I have all my bags. I get to the car, put the glove, I mean, put the bags down, take the gloves off, spray the bags. When I get, oh, sanitize my hands. Spray the bags. When I get home, then I wipe everything down with Lysol wipes. I hope you don't have no fresh fruit. Been, yo, Jess been eating Lysol. <laughs> Jess been eating Lysol on the quarantine. She done sprayed everything. Yeah, it's I'm rough though. Better safe Definitely. than sorry. Yeah, it's real. <laughs> I did do gloves at first, Jess, and I was real cautious about the cross-contamination, but I now I've gotten a little more, I would say relaxed with it, but I just make sure I keep hand sanitizer because just yeah. listen to people, it's like, they just like, wash your hands, sanitize, wash your hands, sanitize. Exactly. So, so I, that's what I've been doing and so the box of gloves is still in the car I ended up buying more surgical masks I have a pack of 200 yeah I bought some from Sam's Club the other day (laughs) big bag is that yeah they have like a 50 pack in Sam's Club oh wow yeah I'm starting to see toilet paper on the shelves you know I'm excited about that because that was a real struggle yeah that was I ain't gonna lie the surgical mask even though like oh yeah it's cute to have personalized masks or masks that match your outfit I can't breathe Surgical mask, I can breathe. So I choose those. (laughs) Yeah, my dad bought me this purple and yellow, like Maryland flag one. Mm -hmm. Bruh, I put that thing on in the grocery (laughs) store the day. I I texted him. I was like, I appreciate the mask, but I cannot. I can't breathe. I had to lift it. I was like, oh my god. No, I be having my nose out, suffocating. That defeats the purpose, Maya. If you got your nose out, I can't breathe. Just as I'm gonna die like that, like. Yeah, it's a lot. It definitely is a lot. And y'all know I wear glasses, so... Oh, so your glasses fog up. Whole situation. Oh, man. <laughs> yep. This is why I'm not looking forward to going back to work, because I cannot sit with a mask on all day. Like, I just can't do it. I well, need to be able to breathe. If you, well, I think if you social social distancing, like, if you're in a cubicle... Like, I work in cubicles. Mm-hmm. So if you're in a cubicle and the person is in the next cubicle, I don't think you should have to wear a mask because you're six feet at least six feet apart 
So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how we go back because sis ain't sitting in no cubicle with no mask. Listen, no. if Jess still wearing the gloves at the grocery store, this her behind gonna have on the mask and the cubicle. <laughs> I'm gonna have on the whole hazmat suit. <laughs> hazmat suit. There you go. Like Jess, seriously. Yes, that's serious to me. Don't breathe. Mm. But no, we don't have cubicles. It's like so. It's kind of like a section, and my desk, I'm sure, is like a good 10 feet. But the person beside me, his desk is connected mm. to my desk. So, like, and I sit kind of close to him by choice because yeah. I always need something. So, I'm like always rolling to his side. <laughs> that way. <laughs> I know I got to move to the opposite end. And then the girl behind me is, she might be six feet. But still, like, it's recycled air. Yeah. So if one of them have it, we don't have on masks, the air is still here. Yeah, that's true. I, forget, I didn't even think about it's, that. Yeah, I so. thought about that. So I tried to go to Raw the other day. We walked in, and they were like, oh, you need to wear your mask um, every time you leave the table. But once you're at the table, you can take it off. So I'm looking around, and nobody has on a mask. And I'm like, right. oh, that's okay, because it's recycled air. So everyone's, you know, breathing in the same germs. I'm that's like, I can't I say, do this. That's why I ain't been nowhere. I, I haven't dined it. in yet. I've dined outside, not inside. No, it was uncomfortable. I was like, uh, I'm ready to go. <laughs> I can't do this. <laughs> but other than that, um, real estate business is booming. We've had our best months during COVID, ironically. Oh, Everyone's wow. buying. I started a transaction coordination business during COVID. Okay, to the businesses during COVID. Hey. Event planning, uh, I slowed down on that because I'm not trying to go to nobody's event. Right. You can't if even have an event. Right. <laughs> right. But I have done, I think I did a birthday party and a wedding anniversary, but both were outdoors and it was for a friend. So I did their events. But other than that, Somebody called like, hey, are you doing your business? No, sorry. Nope. I want no parts. Because <laughs> I don't know if you've been quarantining or not. Quarantine too. <laughs> want no parts of it. But that's the life of Jess P right now. It took me like three months to get situated and finally begin to create a new normal life. Yeah. Yeah. And oh. accept this is, this is yeah. how it is. Because I was one of those people that was like, oh, this is temporary. We're going to go back to normal. Nope. <laughs> you. I do need a vacation, so I'll be glad when. <laughs> I had to cancel my. <laughs> yeah. I am ready for a vacation. All right. Well, good to see you alive and well, Jess. You're accepting the new norm and, you know, getting used to what we got to do out here. We're going to pray over you in a glove situation. Make sure <laughs> <everything>. <laughs> All right. Well, Celeste, like you're our nurse. Like what have you been doing in this? You're on the front lines and you've been working the entire time, right? Yeah. Just on the weekends. I mean, oh. you know, my full-time job is at home. Virtual. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Computer work. So for me, this has definitely been like a love-hate situation. So, um, you know, I've been working from home since March. Of course, Ronan has been my colleague (laughs) since March. He attends the calls. 
keys in the background on the calls and they my coworkers are like, it sounds like Chuck E. Cheese over there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then he'll growl or something and they're like, what is he doing? Don't just <laughs> just accept this is our new norm, y'all. So it's definitely been interesting, but it has been also a blessing at the same time. You know, Ronan was uh six he turned six months in February. So I guess he was about you know, almost seven months by the time we were quarantining. So I've been able to really watch him grow. Yeah. Watch his milestones, you know, feed him breakfast every day. So it's been like a gift and a curse at the same time. Mm-hmm. So it's been nice to be able to spend more time with him. And, um, you, you know. still have to pay for daycare? No. So it's been on, um, so I haven't had to pay since, Mm, since March, since March. Oh, okay. It's okay, about to, if they about to turn it back up again on July, in July though. So, Uh-oh. but it was, it's been, I'm just, I'm taking it for what it is. I'm accepting, right. I'm accepting what, what's <laughs> happened. So, you know, that has also been, you know, a part of the blessing. Like I was able to save a lot of money. Um, so it's been, it's been, it's been an adjustment for sure. Um, and then trying to work from home and then going to still going to work, um, you know, physically at the hospital on Saturdays has been, it's been interesting, you know, having to wear a mask for eight hours and, you know, be in patients' rooms who have COVID and, you know, Um, it's just been a whole, it's just a whole different world. It's really just a different world. So. Celeste, can you tell us about your COVID scare? Oh, when I had to go get swabs? Yeah. Ah, you got the thing in your nose. Yeah, ah. exactly. That's how I feel. Just like, oh my god, my brain. Did you yeah, see I think lady who was screaming. She got swabbed. Okay, I'm sorry. It's not serious. I don't know why people act like that. Like, yeah, it is like deep, but like, it's just not that. It wasn't that serious to me. But um, yeah, this was back in March, I guess. So I had it was it was ironic because that weekend my son was like ran a fever and was like sick like super sick and I was like okay and you know this is in the very beginning so a very big very beginning of COVID so we didn't you know you don't really know but you suspect whatever so that and I had worked that weekend so that following week or something like that um they had sent out messages and were like oh hey these are the patients that are positive and you know and I'm looking down I said hold up wait a minute now <laughs> I was in those rooms. Wait a minute. And so of course that week I was like had a little cough and was like sniffly. Nothing serious, but I was like okay, my son was super sick. I'm like sniffly and coughy and I was exposed. So I had to call in, you know, file the whole process whatever and get swabbed. I'm pretty sure it was a false negative, but you know. Oh no. Like, what were your symptoms other than that stuff? Like, did it get worse? No, mine, mm -mm, not me. I was fine. Just, like, sniffles and, like, just a cough. Like, I didn't, you know how people say they lose sense of taste and smell? Mm -hmm. I didn't get all that. I just had, like, the sniffles and a cough. It was was weird, though. Because I was like, why am I just randomly sniffling, coughing, and sneezing? And it was weird. I don't have allergies, so. Mm -hmm. And the fact that my son was super sick. Was that when he was, like, wheezing? All of that happened at the same time. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But that actually came after he. Um. That came after he was sick that week. Cause I remember I had a few telehealth appointments. Uh huh. 
And one of them, I actually had to bring him in because I was so concerned about his breathing. But he he was fine, so I don't know. Did and they I, ever test him? They, I was about to say, they they don't test infants because I guess because <clears throat> of the research that's came out come out of China, uh-huh. infants don't they do just fine. They don't, you know, mm-hmm. they're not like dying at the same rates. So they don't they weren't even testing infants at that time. Okay. I don't think that's changed. Yeah. So yes, that was <laughs> that was interesting. Wow. Yeah. And now um with the new protocols and everything, we'll actually in the hospital you have to get tested every week now. So I'll be getting a swab every week. Are you serious? Wow. Maybe you need a hazmat suit. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I'm already wearing a hazmat suit in the hospital. It's crazy. So yeah, that's been that's been my COVID life. But it's like I said, every day I just wake up and say, you know what? It's still a blessing that I'm able to be home with my son, you know, all day, every day. Um, I look forward to my Saturdays where I have to go out of the house physically to go to work because that's my only break. Um, the days like <laughs> all run together. Yeah. That is true. <laughs> oh yeah, like it's it's like before I know it, it's time to go to bed, and I'm like, what? It's over, <laughs> and then it's just weird. So, um, but I've also um, joined back with um, Total Life Changes, a health and wellness company. So I've been running that business as well, and thinking about other. Um, you know, other income opportunities. So it's been good to kind of have like almost like a mental break as well because yeah. you don't have the stress of waking up and put your clothes on, driving to work, traffic, all that stuff. I and agree then, with that. Exactly. And then after, when I get off of work, um, I put Ronan in the stroller and we go on a three-mile walk unless the weather, you know, changes that. But I try to get my walk in every day. So it's been, it's like I said, it's been a gift and a curse at the same time. So yeah, I I agree with that, Celeste. I wake up every day and I'm like, thank you, Lord, because it could be worse. It could yeah. be. <laughs> when I when I used to wake up every morning and swallow to see if my throat was hurting, like Girl. every because they said like your throat would be like the first sim- symptom, and I would swallow, and I'm like, whoo, thank you, no, Lord. Like I ain't gonna lie, I will hold my breath. You know the 10 second test. Yes, I'll be like, I do that too. <laughs> yes. I used to do that stuff in the beginning, but oh, it ain't my turn yet. No, that's okay. I mean that's my new that's that's, that's 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 it. I mean that's the COVID life. Um, my job is phasing back in. Um, you know, starting the reopening process. So we'll see what the future holds and when it's time to go back. But all of us are like, can we stay home? Yeah, <laughs> we've proven that we can work from home, so it's no point in us going back to the office anyway. Absolutely. Yeah. And um and that's been an adjustment too, you know, figuring out how to function in 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 a with a in a telework environment. You know, we all telework from a few days a week, but a hundred percent that's that's mm-hmm. totally different for us. And yeah. you know, meetings are just it's just very different to do your work this way. So but like you said, Jess, we've proven that we can do it. Mm-hmm. So we could just stay home. <laughs> I will say that I hate Zoom meetings though. Like I'm so over Zoom. Oh yeah, meetings. I don't do cameras. Oh no, I don't do cameras. <laughs> no, it's required of us. Oh, like no. I'm I'm so over it. I have at least three per day. And my family decided that they wanted to do a family Zoom meeting every day. So like my family from New York and then my my Peterson family. We do you have get dressed from the wake up? Uh, do you get dressed Most the- days I wear a t-shirt, like a branded t-shirt for the company and pajama pants. <laughs> so like my laundry is all pajamas. 
There you go. That's funny. And then I changed my pajamas to go to bed. So it was like all pajamas. Mm -hmm. Except for recently, I've been going out. So it's like pajamas and sundresses. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Mm. <laughs> and workout clothes. <laughs> oh, and workout clothes. Yeah. Workout yeah. Clothes. Mine has definitely been leggings. <laughs> I should probably do laundry. I'm looking at mine now like, yeah, I should probably do some laundry because, yeah. Haven't been wearing like a lot, and all the lounge clothes are probably in the laundry pile. But anyway, so I want to talk about like maintaining sanity during COVID, um, especially because like I'm kind of like a hypochondriac, but maybe, but maybe not. I don't know. I don't like nothing medical. Y'all know that like it makes me cringe. And so I knew that constantly taking in the news was going to mess me up mentally yeah and so i stopped like i just stopped watching the news like i barely had the tv on for a lot a lot of information that i got was like from my mother or like from time to time even now like i rarely watch the news even though black lives matter has kind of taken over the COVID news but when COVID news was heavy I had to relax. Like, I would watch some things from time to time, but most of the time, no. I would just either watch my shows or be doing something else because I knew that that was going to mess me up mentally if I kept watching it. And I already thought, like, that I was, um, there was no chance of me not getting it with my husband still going to work and kind of working with the public i'm like oh lord i th- like i'm going to get it because you're going to get it because you're working with the public and thank god that we haven't but i felt like because of that and then watching the news and hearing everything i'm like no like i can't i can't do this that's like, what I, when the when the george floyd situation happened that's when i turned the tv off okay because it the um, like you like the emotions of it all and seeing things that people are saying and it's just it takes you it takes it takes over it possesses you it takes over your mind and it makes you it's scary it makes you worried it brings on all these emotions and it's like it it consumes your day yeah you almost can't function and so i I did the same thing um it sounds like i did it a little later than you maya but (laughs) But, you know, also with my job, I had to tune into the um, task force, uh, you know, the White House discussion because that was literally impacting my work. Some of my work was on the TV, like literally the work we did was on the TV. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is so crazy. So I did have to tune in for a while. But, yeah, I had to I had to cut that joint off. So fortunately for me, I don't really get to watch TV because it distracts me when I'm working. And I'm, I'm working from like the time I get up until the time I fall asleep on my laptop because I got both sets of stuff right. to do. And uh, social media has become that for me. Like there have been days where I'm like, I can't even log on because I'm just tired of seeing all of what's going on. And then I would get secondhand stories from people and it's like, no, I don't want to hear it. I'm tired. I'm drained. <laughs> Sometimes you have to unplug. Yeah, absolutely. So that was definitely a strategy that I used um, to kind of keep myself like mentally uh, stable <laughs> during this time. Um, and just using that time to like 
do things that I want to do, like creative outlets. So I started my YouTube channel because for me, that was something creative. That was something that would get my mind into a different space and something that I enjoy doing, right? Something that I had wanted to do, wasn't sure about doing, but this gave me the time and opportunities opportunity to be able to like, hey, launch it now. You're home. You have Everybody what you need. Home too. Exactly. <laughs> um, so it was good time. And so I think finding those outlets um has definitely been able to help. Doing graphic design um has picked up during this time. And um yeah. And so also I've been working from home. So trying to navigate that, but my job isn't as demanding, it doesn't seem like as you all but we do have a lot of zoom meetings um but with my job that it was never a online thing like trying to teach kids and talk to kids and you know they don't have the means to always be online and always be available like that made uh-huh. it a challenge um yeah but yeah school Lots year has ended so and we don't know what this next school year is going to look like so it's like all right i can't see them going back to school in the fall Bruh, like how do I'm you like, clean the schools to ensure that they're not going to catch it like there's no way <laughs> like the college student i have absolutely no idea how school is about to resume or what they're going to do i heard something like a days b days but how is that even going to work recycled air again <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, the kids will probably have to wear a mask, but the kids are not yeah. going to do that. I saw, um, I think it was in China where the kids had masks and then they had those barriers in between each. Um, yeah. yeah but I, kids, then, then kids aren't able to socialize. Like, that's, that's a big deal. So, yeah, I think now we are accepting, like, we can't control what's going on because I think that especially those of us who like to be in control of situations, when we no longer have control, we're learning how to give up that control. Um, And we're learning to kind of be more adaptable because we don't know what the future is going to hold. We never thought that something like this would happen um, to us in America. And now that it's happened, it's like, huh. Okay, so I think that that opens us up to be more flexible if something else happens and also more open-minded if something else happens because we're like, oh, we're not immune to any of this. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I remember looking at the pictures of China and seeing them in their masks, but before it was for like pollution, right? Yeah, they they all have a mask. Yeah, they have really heavy smog, yeah. Yeah, and so I would look at those pictures and be like, oh, that would never happen in America in little... Little did I know. You know. Yeah. <laughs> That's our new norm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we've all gotten through it, or we're going through it, and we're going to get through it. We ain't got no choice. You ain't got no <laughs> choice. <laughs> what you going to do? I mean, fortunately, that's why, like I said, when I wake up and I just, I accept our reality, but I'm also thankful that, you know, we have our health. We mm-hmm. still have our jobs. Yes, yeah. that is a blessing right there. Like I had to do you know, a the huge unemployment. Be making a lot of money. <laughs> You're right, Maya. <laughs> that's another story, that's Maya. <laughs> but you know, that's a huge. I mean, you know, I had to take a. I had to do a huge reality check on myself mm-hmm. because I was complaining and this that, and the third. And then I said, "Hold up, sis, sis." Yeah, you're still getting paid. Mm-hmm. You yeah. still can pay your bills. Like people are, you know, you even though they give you like forgiveness on like student loans and that kind of stuff. And I'm like, why would I try to? I'm still paying my bills because yeah. I have the means and the ability to do so. And I, you know, 
a lot of people can't say that. Mm-hmm. That is a lot true. of people can't say that they still have their health or their fam, their loved ones. You know, yeah. that's huge. So that is huge. I definitely had to take a redo a reality check and I said, Well, you know, this is our new this is what it is and we'll get through it. You know, mm-hmm. I don't think it's something that's gonna be around forever. I think that we'll get through this, you know, either via vaccine or whatever the solution may be. Um, I don't know if the mass thing, I don't know about that. But <laughs> we'll see. But you know, we'll still be here, and life will go on. So, yeah. So that was another thing that my team started doing doing during COVID. We did a miracle morning, so everybody on the team had to wake up at four thirty, exercising, reading scripture, reading a book, and um, writing in a journal, and then saying something that we're grateful for. This and is so- your work team, Jess. Yes, my work team. Oh, that's- we decided to do Miracle Mornings together. And so the last bit of that, we started saying something that we're grateful for. And we realized that um, we have not been financially affected by COVID at all, which is a blessing because there are so many people who are struggling right now and deferring their bills yeah. and not able to pay, not able to eat. And I thought about all those people who were um, like, business owners, daycare providers who had to close down. And it was this one, oh, oh no, that's not me. Sorry, uh, technical difficulties over here. I almost ended the meeting. (laughs) Yeah, but there are so many people who were affected and I'm just grateful that none of us were affected. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so I guess, that's a wrap. We don't, yes. have, we don't have no, and there's no questions. We don't have no, ain't no questions. How y'all doing? That's the question. Right. <laughs> how y'all doing? Let us know <laughs> how you doing. <laughs> Let us know how y'all are doing and how COVID has affected your life and what you're thankful for. You know, you obviously are still here because you're listening. Yes. So you survived COVID this far. So, you know. So you how, keep on surviving. Absolutely. Definitely. <laughs> Yeah. Mm. So I'm excited to see what the future holds and you know get through this year. And I actually can't wait for vacation to come again. Yeah. Listen. <laughs> I thought about planning one for my birthday, but I don't even know if I can. Yeah, that's the thing. It's just like let's just wait. Everything's uncertain. Yeah. All righty. Well, that's all we have for today, folks. Until next time. Thanks, me.